This is your 1017 The Truth News Update. I'm Carrie Noni with your news update. Milwaukee police are investigating a fatal shooting that happened on Sunday, August 6, around 1.57 a.m. near 34th and Wright. A 53-year-old Milwaukee man was shot and died at the scene. The investigation is ongoing and police continue to look for unknown suspects. Anyone with any information is asked to call Milwaukee police at 414-935-7360. Tenants are now suing the developer of an apartment building near Bayshore and Glendale after toxic chemicals were detected. Several units were evacuated last month at the Lydale Apartments. The North Shore Health Department issued an emergency order after testing found high levels of a potential cancer-causing chemical known as TCE. In a new lawsuit, residents claim the developer, Cypress Bayshore Residential, never told them about the issues before they signed their leases. The lawsuit claims Cypress was advised in mid-June of this year not to accept any new tenants in Building 3 due to ongoing elevated TCE levels. However, they allegedly continue to place tenants into Building 3 as late as July 3rd, 2023. By July 17th, ongoing elevated levels were detected and resulted in the evacuation of six units. The remaining tenants have since been offered $500 in exchange for terminating their lease agreements. Lincoln Residential, the property management firm at the building, has since terminated its contract with the developers. They claim they were unaware of the TCE levels or testing requirements. Bronzeville Week is underway with plenty of events scheduled to highlight African-American culture, arts, entertainment, and commerce. This past weekend, the week kicked off with their 5K walk run on Saturday and one of their biggest events of the week, the Cultural and Arts Festival that was on Sunday. The Cultural and Arts Festival is a way for organizers to engage with the community and inform people about the other events taking place now through Saturday, August 12th, the last day of Bronzeville Week. For a full schedule of events, visit the Bronzeville Week Facebook page at facebook.com slash bronzevilleweek. This has been your 101.7 The Truth News Update. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris continues on the new 101.7 The Truth. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together. They're all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council 
show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I am your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Hold on a minute. Okay. <laughs> you, you can't do like... You you're not an octopus. You can't do like <laughs> we were just teasing about some some off the air stuff. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, we're having one of those fun days. So, uh oh, having one of those fun days. Well, before I get to my top five of five, um, I guess I got to take this because I'm gonna get hollered at. Sherman, you're on the new one hundred one seven The Truth. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Ken? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Hey, I got a couple questions about uh, as far as the Democrats or Republicans. Again, I'm not either one. I just believe in a lot of common sense. Um, when the Republicans push the goal line past what the original line was, should we not complain? I don't know what that means. You got to give me something. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Push something past the goal uh, line. In terms of what? Uh, everything in life. Um, if they say you needed... Um, uh, a 300, uh, we just, just a hypothetical, you just, just needed a 300 credit score to get a house. And then when it comes to blacks, oh, you need a 500. But Republicans uh, wouldn't do that. Reach- that. That's not a political or Republican thing. That's a business. Like that's a, a business thing. Yeah. That, that's a consortium yeah. of, of, of banks who want to make money. So they set arbitrary numbers and say, if you don't meet this number, then you don't get this. That, that's not a. Is it Democrats? Is it Democrats or Republicans taking black history out of school? I, w- I would say Republicans, but they haven't taken Black History Month out of school. You're talking one state down in Texas. No, we're, not talking about, we're, not, we're not talking about Black History Month. We're talking about Black History. No, they didn't take Black History out of school. They they restricted the teaching of it and certain parts of it. But you got to understand, that's just Florida. Like, there's not a nationwide. Nobody cares what they think nationwide. You can say it all you want, but they're not going to ever stop Black History from being taught in schools. That's just me because I'm willing to go out and march and picket and boycott and all that stuff. So, should should we not learn about Black history? Absolutely, we should. But but we need to learn about all history. Don't isolate it to just Black history and then pretend like we're doing to them what we say they do to us. If you're going to learn history, you need to learn all of the history and you need to learn it accurately. Do you think they're teaching all of history in, in, in school? At I can o- I can only teach about mine. I this this big overarching argument of taking care of the entire country. I can't do. I can only take care of my city when my kids are in their school. That's all I can do. But I'm not going to have this this general thing of all people do all things because that's how they think about us. All black people are criminals. But we seem to not argue that. 
I think I think just this just my opinion. I think that all white people uh, have this prejudice against us. I don't give a care how many of them say that well, they have black friends, they have this and they have that. I think that it, when it comes down to it, they'll defend themselves before they'll defend everybody. Sure. So we always take do black people defend, defend themselves uh, we, before we, they'll defend everybody. Yeah, black people will defend everybody except ourselves. Well, I wouldn't go that far. You wouldn't go that far, but it's no. the truth, though. No, it's your truth. Not all. In my life, that has not been the case. We'll fight for everybody else's rights. But when it comes time for them to jump on our rights, they, they, we, they hardly ever show up. I don't care about them, but that's not what you said. You said black people don't fight for their rights, and that is not true. I guess you want to play words matter with me. I guess the, words matter you when you're talking about saying. us versus everybody else. That's what you said. I didn't say it. Well, we we already know that when it comes to us, we always the last piece. We already the last people at the table to get served. We always. I don't want to be at the table. I'm gonna make my own table, build my own city, it? create hey, my Dr. own King. school. What what are we talking about, Doctor King? Let let me ask the question and, and be realistic right here. When we create our own schools and when we create our own table, does it do other people come along and sabotage it? Who are the other people? Other, other, when we allow other people come to our table. Who are the other people? White people. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Can you name, can you name one that, that, that when it, 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 they haven't ruined? Marva Collins schools. Um, there's a black school in Chicago that has a hundred percent graduation rate and a hundred percent of them. It's a private black boarding school. There's one in New York. I mean, there are a number of schools there. There's like, we have to, I, I don't, I don't know about you and I'm not speaking for you, but I think in general, no, I'm not going to do that. I believe that we can look at ourselves in a positive light because there are millions of positive things that we do each and every day. And if we keep looking at all the negative, then that's how people are going to see us and treat us. No, I'm not. I'm not always looking at the negative. It's just saying when I, whenever I call or give some kind of a comment about that, it's either on one station you'll call a person a bootlicker because they don't. I ain't they never call nobody a bootlicker, so don't don't put them words. Don't put them words in my mouth. Say you at all. Listen, didn't say you at all. You did say you would call. I said other radio stations, other people on the radio station, and then other times. When, when, especially when I'm talking to white people, it's this. They'll say there is no racist, and then you have other black people that say the exact same thing. And I asked one simple question, so I asked you this question too: Have you ever got pulled over? Have you ever been taken to jail because somebody walked like you? No. So just because it didn't happen to you doesn't mean it didn't happen, right? Of course. Okay, so that's the reason why I get it. Have you ever been? Have you ever been pulled over because they thought you were was a female? No. Have you ever got pulled over for pulling over for this? Okay, so where are we going with this? Where I'm going with this is that when you have so many people will always say this is not that when just because it didn't happen to you, it is that. It just didn't happen to you yet. Right. Well, I wouldn't say yet. See, you, you keep adding things to it. Some people it never happens to. Some people don't get harassed by the police. And they're black. Some people don't get in trouble. Like, Literally, when they did my background investigation, the background investigator, I remember his name to this day. He could not believe I had never had a traffic ticket. Well, I think I had one. Um, I had never 
been arrested. I had never been stopped as part of an investigation. My name wasn't in the system already uh, for for like a field interview or something that was in, in the commission of a crime. And I was a witness or a victim. He was astonished that I lived in Chicago and that I had zero police contact. Okay. That's, that's, that's good. That's great to hear. No, because the majority of my friends have never had police contact. The only police contact they had was when I was a cop. They don't get in trouble. They they don't they don't they don't bang none of that. But yet, I, 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 listen, I, I perfectly understand that because now that I'm out of the street, I understand. I haven't been pulled over for years, and I, I got pulled over one time in Madison because I ran a red light. But again, I'm not I'm not into this part that I'm saying the police is always against us, and I'm not always saying that white people are always against us. But the majority of them outshadow the few. I don't know if you can and say that because you don't have that experience. You've not dealt with the majority of white. No, you haven't. You've dealt with the majority I'm, I'm, I'm of white there. people. The, the majority of the white people have that I've ran you. Well, see, that's not what you said. That is okay, not well, what you said. So if I've you want to sit here and call in and, and say that I use words and semantics and technicalities, you can't do it either. Okay. Well, the, the majority of the white people that I've had encounter with have always showed me their true colors. Always. Okay. When it come down to it, they always have shown me their true colors. And, and, and the scenarios that I gave you, as far as me, I got, I went to jail for five days because somebody walked like me or I walked like them. I got pulled over for pulling over for them. I got pulled over for being a female. I got pulled, I got, I got questioned coming out of a bar because the license plates would belong to somebody else. Didn't the license plates wasn't expired. They just belonged to somebody else. The car was legit, but I wasn't the person who the car was registered to. So I asked, was that, is that, did you, you know, did you run all the license plates in the parking lot? Just mine. So I'm not, I'm again, I'm going to the point like this, just because it didn't happen to other people, other people shouldn't say, well, that's not true because it happened to me. And I'm pretty sure it happened to other people too. And I'm, I'm happy that you, you went throughout your life without getting pulled over, without having all this and stuff. And I'm not, again, I'm not. Going I never to said that. I didn't get pulled oh. over. I said, okay. you asked me whether or not I got pulled over for being a woman. And I said, no. Oh, I got pulled over for being a woman. But I've been pulled over before. I got pulled over So what is it that you want us to off. take away from this conversation? What taken away from this conversation is that we always can't keep on saying that white people are not our enemies when some of them are. Dude, let me help you with something. Some of my worst enemies have been black people. Some of the people that have done me the most wrong were black people. Some of the most people who were the most deadly people in my life were black people. Should I treat them the same way? Should I say the same thing? Or is it just human nature because some people, or is it just human nature because some people are good and some people are bad? And just in some instances, it actually might not be race. They're just evil. And they just happen to be black or happen to be white. I'm not asking for your support. I'm just making a rhetorical statement. Well, that's the same thing, too. I'm not not asking for support either. I'm just saying that some people keep on saying, well, I don't see color. Well, I got a best black three and all the rest of this stuff. That That doesn't mean anything. I know a whole lot of white people. I would never call them my friend because in the end, I already know what side they're going to choose. And, and it's something like, with so you pre, so you, so you've pre made that decision before people can prove who they are. 
But then my, my question with that is then do you argue that white people look at black people as all being criminals or all being negative? Yes, they do. In That's my, not what I asked you. Yes. So opinion, let me let me finish. Opinion, yes. Let me finish. So okay. then when they do that, is it okay for for you to treat them that way? Is it okay for them to treat you that way? They do. So I, That's yes, not I what that. I asked you. I asked you, is it okay for them to do that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. they do. Yeah. Right. Yes, I, I didn't ask you okay. if they do. I asked you, is it okay for white people to treat you bad because you treat black? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't keep complaining about white people, but then treat them the same way they treat you and then yeah. say they're wrong. I just find it kind of crazy as can be that if you have more black people speaking up for white people's feelings than for their own kind of feelings. Okay. Okay. All right. Appreciate you, Sherman. Yep. Keep listening. Call back. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Let me look at this. Good doc, it's your show. You can use technicalities if you want to. Tune in to Legos. You, did you talk about the Alabama blank kicking yet? Confederates are the worst enemy that black people have. Eventually, I'm going to get to that story, but I've been avoiding it because it was a couple days old. And I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it. So now we got a rich security guard because when he's done suing and then the if, if he possibly if he possibly sues his own company that hired him for not training him properly that might have something to do with it too i mean so it is yeah the only person that's getting out of this really really well is the guy that got beat up and the only person that's gonna lose is the dumb white guy that 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 decided you know he was gonna just punch him in the face well the man with the chair he might go to jail for attempt homicide so I mean, at some point, stupid is as stupid does. Some things you just let the na- you just let the natural flow. It'll people are gonna show up and try to make things hard for them. The white guys that that beat them up. The natural weight of the law is going to crush them. Like it's going to, but here's why. 
They're at a marina where you have a boat. First of all, you got to have some money to be at an arena, uh, an arena, a marina to have a boat. So that means you got deep pockets. That means you got insurance. Hello. How dig are we? How, 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 how deep? How deep do we dig? Do we dig? Yeah, just keep digging and digging and digging. It's okay. Yeah. I want the criminal part to be over fast as possible. Like, like right do the ticket for disorderly conduct and fighting and battery. Because that way it'll be in court in a couple of weeks and it's over. And then I'm suing the snot out of you because they won't let the civil case go before the criminal case. Right. We got to wait for the criminal to kick out and then see what. Uh-uh. No. Hey, Mr. Judge. Yeah, don't. No, I want all his money. But what I really want is this. I want every time you go to work for the rest of your life, you got to pay me something. And then if you decide that you don't want to work, that's when I take your house, your car, your keys, your kids, everything. I'm taking everything. Got to sell everything just to pay me. And I'm talking about when you do things intentionally. Accidents are accidents. That's why we have insurance. It's when people do things intentionally on video and then they videotape it. And then the police show up and they're kind of like, eh, and, they, and it's almost like they want to go after the black guy. But when you get there and they're hammering on him, hey, we'll see what the district attorney does, right? How he charges people and what, you know. The problem is it'll be like, you know, 8,927 counts of assault because I got it on video. That people actually help the white guy beat up the, like, that's just, huh? That ain't got nothing to do with being in the South. Somebody like Confederates, stop blaming stuff on Confederates. Those, those are stupid people. Wasn't the man who the white dudes jumped very old? I don't think he was very old. He was just an overweight black guy who probably didn't have no business being a security guard in third place. But that's just me. <laughs> I just. But see, I'm different. I would have just stood my ground and decked him and, and told the other guy, you ready? Let's go. Like, what, what are we doing? I don't get it. I don't get it. Thought he had a what? What? I yeah, thought he had a nice, quiet job. It was going to chill. And, uh, who cares? technicalities bottom line bottom line they should go to jail will they get charged with a hate crime depends on what they said the the two black girls that beat up the two muslim women here in milwaukee they should get charged with hate crimes and they were and they should have huh they weren't they were they were oh and i'm saying they were and they should have been charged with hate crimes just craziness. Just craziness. <clears throat> See, it's okay. I'm like, because <laughs> I'm so wound up. It's just, yeah. What's, what's the. Ah, okay. 
Um, I'm going to just be late. Um, <laughs> G, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Dr. Ken. I just wanted to um, comment. Um, I tried to find, uh, you said uh, the, the thing, some of the, the, the racist uh, legislation is only going on in Florida. But I, uh, no, no, I use that as an example. There, there are other states. I, 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 I believe I said that Texas, yeah, Florida, yeah, Texas, South Carolina, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. But, but they're, but they're yeah. only trying. They don't have legislation yet. No, they, Florida they have. Florida has legislation. I'm sorry. Well, okay, something kind of similar to that. Wisconsin. Uh, I know it was uh, Senator Latanya Johnson tried to introduce a resolution about Black History Month, which is kind of, uh, you know, on that level, and it was uh, blocked and, and turned down by the GOP. I can't remember that senator's name who said, well, you at least you have a display upstairs or something, some little small display. Yeah, that was a while you know, with ago. a couple of artifacts. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was still, she was still, uh, it was still shot down. And then they even uh, voted on a, on a racist person. I know that, Dr. Kim, but I'm just saying it, it matters because the, her, her resolution was, was, was not approved. So, and, and, and that's all related to the stuff that's going on in this country, you know, with, with especially the GOP, because I know the Democrats are not perfect, but they, they get a lot of uh, flack. But you have to look at the legislation that uh, Republicans are passing throughout the nation. And, and pushing forward, even uh, in Wisconsin, they, they tried they they wanted to honor Rush Limbaugh, who's a who's a controversial figure in itself, and, and wanted Tony Evers to lower the flags and have have staff for a person like that, and uh, I, uh, even to honor how, how terrible the Holocaust was, which is not even American history. Not saying it shouldn't be taught, but not to even honor and teach Black history. Which, which they're trying to uh, get get rid of, and I think that's just a, a slap into in the face to black people all across the country. What they are, what the, the resolutions that they're putting forth. So I, I don't know how you how you feel about that. It's just that um, uh, there's the, just the things that, that that they're doing. Even in Alabama, uh, you kind of made reference to uh, the the Ku Klux Klan and. The, and the monuments that they had throughout that, that say honoring Confederate soldiers and, and uh, flying that flag above the Capitol, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that stuff should be allowed as well. Even though it's history, that it, it, if it's in a museum, that's fine. But uh, putting up big, huge monuments all across the state to remind people of of uh, the the atrocities that were put on on on, on Black people, especially mm-hmm. uh, Native Americans and everybody, I just I, I I don't see what 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 the big controversy is, especially what's going on. You know, that's just uh, you know how I feel about it. You know, especially Wisconsin is not that far behind from from Florida, Texas. Uh, you know, who and most of them are run by uh, uh, Republican legislatures who have control and uh, you know implementing all, all these laws and stuff. So you know. All right. Thank That's you much. All, I to say. all right. Thank you so much. Take care. Right. Have a good day. You too. Yeah. All right. Now, I was going to argue with G and make some corrections, but I'm not. Because you can't argue something someone believes. And 
I can I can respect that. There are some things about monuments and things of that nature that I believe need to be on display. I think we need to see all of the black monuments. We need to see all of the racist monuments and the stuff from the Confederacy, all that. We need to know exactly what they did, what they said, and what they believe. Here's my fear. Well, here's first my question. What is it about racism that we're afraid of? You know? What, what is it about being uncomfortable about what someone did to people that look like you makes you want to make it go away. Are you doing it for your children to make them feel better? Because we've softened so many things in this country that when you try to talk to younger people about some of the things they should do, they'll tell you the world's not like that anymore. Well, the reason the world is seemingly not like that anymore is because we've taken away all the markers that remind us this is what they did. And so when you do that, kids don't, they have no understanding. They just see two two, um, water fountains next to each other. They don't understand why there's actually needed to be two water fountains. Oh, they got two water fountains because there must be a lot of people here. No, one was black, one was white. And when we remove those things, we forget. It should be removed and we become emotional. When in fact, I think you should, should remind every single person that looks at that monument to know that's why you never let it happen again. Let them live their shame by seeing what they did. So when you have a tour, you can walk over and go, look, that's what they did to your grandfather and your great-grandfather because you see him hanging from a tree. I mean, that's a little over the top, but I'm just using it as, a, as, a, as an example. See that guy on that horse? Yeah, that was a Confederate so-and-so who did this, and he wanted to keep black people in slavery, and he killed so many people, and it's documented he did this, 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 and this. She did that, 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 and that. The ladies of the Confederacy or whatever, this is what this group was started for, to keep people in the South who were born and white women who had babies to make them pure white, like little stuff like that, so that you know, no, it's not going away. You don't get to sweep it under the rug because now that's what we tell. Well, you know, we got to be careful. We don't want to be offended. We don't want to be, we don't want to be, we don't, oh, we got to stop. We got to get rid of that. Oh, let's remove that. Let's tear those monuments down. Absolutely not. Put it in the museum if you're going to tear it down so people can see this is what they did. Well, when will it go away? It's never going away. Until you treat us the way that we're supposed to be treated, your shame will never go Away And so before we go to break, he mentioned Latanya Johnson. So I found a story from May 14th, 2021 in the Cap Times. Senator Latanya Johnson first learned that the Wisconsin's capital small temporary exhibit on black history when a Republican leader of the state's powerful budget committee referred referenced it Thursday as he justified excluding extra funding for the black history historical society from the budget. 
The display tucked away in a corridor on the building's third floor and consisted of a 12-foot-long glass case flanked by two posters representing something bigger to Johnson, the only black lawmaker on the legislature's 16-member Joint Finance Committee. And so that's what they were talking about. Um, They equated us, our issues and struggles that we have had in the state with being small enough or not important enough to fit into a small glass display, the Milwaukee Democrats said in an interview that Thursday. Her comments came after the Finance Committee members in their second round of budget votes declined to move forward with a 169,000 increase over the next two years for the Black Historical Society, which operates a Milwaukee museum. And so Representative Mark Bourne, the JFC co-chair, Joint Finance Committee, though, well, let, let me go back. Though Johnson saw adding the provisions to the Republican-crafted spending plan as an opportunity to support our communities of color, regardless of how small the impact is, says Representative Mark Bourne, the Joint Finance Committee co-chair at the time, argued society didn't request the money and said Thursday its exclusion reflected a lack of advocacy for the measure. And so it, it's it's there's always more to the story. Look it up. Um, I wonder, did we eventually go back and make sure that the Black Historical Society and the museum got money? But but the 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 argument that he made regarding Rush Limbaugh was correct. You know, wanting to lower the flag for Rush Limbaugh, whether you agree with Rush Limbaugh, don't agree with Rush Limbaugh. He had nothing to do with Wisconsin. Why are we lowering the flag? No disrespect. Just tell him. Beat it. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. If you're watching the weather, if you're on the East Coast, if you know people in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, um, they're getting hammered. Multiple tornado warnings are in effect. Uh, Philadelphia, Camden, Trenton, New Brunswick, Ben Salem. It's, it's, uh, yeah, (laughs) they're getting hammered. Temperatures dropped down to about 71 degrees, severe thunderstorms, um, in effect until nine o'clock tonight, Eastern daylight time. So it's going to be an interesting time. Just thought I'd throw that out there. So if you know anybody out there, might want to check on them, see how they're doing. Virginia, it's going on and on and on. It's and it's weird because as I was flying east last night, we were delayed leaving because the storm was in front of us and it was moving east. Well, now it's there. Luckily, it 
passed us by. 833-212-1017 is the number. Winky Blue, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. What's going on? Hey, good afternoon. Uh, you know something? You hitting it on the head, man, when it comes down to uh, uh, destroying our history. We did that to ourselves. And uh, as a matter of fact, there was a mall. There still is an antique mall over on, um, uh, what is that, maybe second on the national. And the guy had a bunch of original black memorabilia, you know, with the, with, you know, the, uh, the, the black sambo books, the uh, Eastwood Diamonds. Uh, and somebody went over there and got the news on the man and said they making money off of our, off of our, uh, uh, off of our uh, paint when she should have been buying up our memorabilia. I buy it all the time. I mean, I got stuff that, that a lot of collectors don't even have. So we, we've got a bad problem, brother, with destroying our history. And then uh, our kids come along and they don't even know that we had black coins with black men on the money. Like Booker T. Washington, the, uh, half, the silver half a dollar was made from uh, probably 45 to 52. Um, it started out as a memorabilia coin and then it went into circulation. That was the Booker T. Washington coin. And we started to fight the deal about it, why does he have to say from the slave capital to the Hall of Fame? And then they had the George Washington and Booker T. Washington coin. Uh, we, we squashed that. And we don't even know that it existed, okay? Because we get rid of our, we destroy our history. And uh, I'm with you on that, my man. It, 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 it's sad that uh, we talk about getting rid of those monuments. Leave the monuments. I think racism, Doc, you might get mad at me for this and the rest of the audience. But I think it should be embraced. Because uh, isn't it already embraced? Well, I think it should be embraced uh, tighter. Okay, because if we embraced it How's tighter, that? we would not we would not be so willingly willing to give it give our what you would call uh, accomplishments away to other people. Okay? Well, are we so are we mixing we, in racial pride with racism? Of course. Okay. Right. We're mixing it together, and we need to understand something that uh, we—it's self-preservation, and self-preservation. I'm not mad at anybody for that, okay? And, and I got news for the people: if they think for one moment, if a race riot broke out in this country, that the people that they deem to call their brothers and their people of color, they're not siding with you. They're gonna side with what they think is the winning team. Okay, when we marched across that bridge and we were little kids and little boys and they were throwing rocks at us to keep us from that south side, it wasn't just the Polacks, the Polish. It was Mexicans over there keeping you out of Walker's Park. Mexicans always have rolled with the white man. And I'm using that because I want you to understand something. All right, In you got army, like 30 seconds. Negro, okay, the Negro Army, I said this redundantly, repeatedly. The Negro Army, he carried the brunt by himself. No other ethnic group fought long with the Negro. And I want Negroes to understand something, that racism is a great thing if you know how to govern it within your race, within your culture. I got to go, brother. That was interesting. Racism is a good thing? I don't think I'll ever say that. I don't think I'll ever. I think some remnants of what we call racism or or racial pride. I don't, I don't have a problem with racial pride. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. I, I don't because black people have racial pride. I don't, I don't understand 
how we subordinate ourselves in a world by saying black people don't have the power to be racist. It's like you're acquiescing power, money, prestige, education, privilege, all that by saying that just because somebody's white, they automatically have power over you. And then it dawned on me, anybody that would say that probably doesn't have a good view of themselves. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Number five. So I'm getting tired of our state legislature. I'm just saying. From JS Online expanding water service agreements, further privatizing garbage service, eliminating and reducing city funded retiree health care. Those are some of the areas that Milwaukee Mayor Kevlar Johnson's administration told state leaders the city could consider as changes to meet Assembly Speaker Robin Voss's demand that the city and the Milwaukee County look into privatizing or sharing services before he would consider allowing the dedicated local sales tax long sought by the two cash-strapped governments. Can we just move down to his area and just vote him out of office. I mean, I've met Robin Voss. Personally, he's a decent guy. That's about as far as that goes. I don't I don't understand what this is about. I don't I don't understand why we need to give away because here's what's going to happen. You're going to privatize it. The only people that can afford to do it are white people, and black people won't be in charge of anything, and we'll be cleaning up. And that's part of the issue. Are you going to make it palatable for black people to be able to start businesses so when the city privatizes, we can get hired as well? I mean, as well. Just have a chance. (sighs) Well, You know what I say to that, right? Number four. You heard about it. Montgomery, Alabama is now the location of at least two iconic moments in black history. Uh, March 25th, 1965, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King led marches of nonviolent demonstrators on a nearly 60-mile march from Selma to the steps of the Capitol in Montgomery. And on August 25th, 2023, the spirit of MLK looked down on the city's riverfront park and thought to himself, you know, I largely stood for nonviolent resistance, but they shot me anyway. So I'm finna get my leg back. 
<laughs> so most of y'all know by now that the melee, this is from news1.com, that occurred Saturday on the dock at, the, at the Montgomery's Riverfront Park. You'll, you've probably seen it from different angles and different videos. And you probably heard all the commentaries and watched the black Twitter uh, rejoiced while the rest of Twitter erupted in various responses ranging from overall condemnation of violence to wondering why everyone keeps making a thing about race. I don't know. When I see a group of white people beat up a black guy, I kind of, you know, just kind of, you know, I'm just saying, you might want to kind of think it's that. Number three. Michigan black man had his charges vacated last week after a white judge said he looked like a criminal in a pretrial hearing. You look like a criminal? Wow. That's terrible. Number two. A car crashed into a racing city hall and the driver was taken to the hospital. I wonder, will they send him a bill? And if they bill him, will he have to pay taxes? I'm just saying. That's what I would do. And of course. Number one. Believe it or not. And we got to jump into this a little more. Or my daughter would be upset with me. College students in debt struggle more with physical and mental health issues because they're in debt. And we'll dive into more of that on tomorrow. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Thank you, Rhea. Appreciate you. Who was that that pushed that button? DJ Brother Z, appreciate you, brother. Um, God bless. Take care. I will see you. <laughs> I will see you uh, in 22 hours. I'm out.